This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the General Services Administration is taking on unconscious bias with identity verification technology. The Patent Office changes the name of its Scholars Program from Thomas Edison to Marion Croak. And sexual harassment at America's military academies shows no sign of improvement. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Friday, August 18th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The General Services Administration is taking on the challenge of overcoming unconscious bias with identity verification technology. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. The General Services Administration is looking for participants for a new remote identity proofing pilot to figure out how to overcome bias, especially for people of color. The study will test and evaluate facial recognition and matching algorithms and technology to identify barriers across demographic lines. The study comes after GSA's login.gov platform failed to meet the standards for remote identity proofing. Sonny Hashmi, the commissioner of the Federal Acquisition Service, said on LinkedIn that the results will not only inform government strategy moving forward, but also lower barriers for more Americans as they interact with the government digitally. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. A new influx of funding will go toward completing three construction projects in the Department of Homeland Security's Headquarters Consolidation Project. DHS and the General Services Administration will use a $288 million investment from the Inflation Reduction Act to build new headquarters for the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and Immigration and Customs Enforcement. They'll also build a new parking garage. GSA says the projects will reduce DHS's carbon footprint by investing in solar panels, electric vehicle charging stations, and much more. The next phase of construction at DHS's St. Elizabeth's Campus headquarters in Southeast D.C. will start in early 2024. The American Federation of Government Employees is calling on the National Science Foundation to take a step back in return to office plans. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. Results of a new union-conducted survey show that many NSF employees will consider leaving the agency once requirements to report to the office four days per pay period take effect in October. About a quarter of survey respondents said that level of in-office requirements would be, quote, unworkable. While NSF says it deeply values employee feedback, the agency has no intentions of altering its return to office plans. It'll move forward with those changes this fall, similar to other agencies under directions from the White House. NSF, however, says it does intend to look into alternative flexibilities for employees. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Sexual harassment and assault at the service academies will continue to rise without significant changes to management and culture, according to a new DOD study. The number of cadets and midshipmen experiencing unwanted sexual contact and sexual harassment at the military service academies spiked since 2020 to an average of over 20% for women and 4% for men. The new study ordered by the Defense Department recommends better access to mental health care as well as a restructuring of peer leadership for cadets and midshipmen. The Patent and Trademark Office is changing the name of its Thomas Edison Visiting Scholars Program. It's been renamed in honor of African-American inventor Dr. Marion Rogers Croak. 
USPTO cites her work in developing voice over IP and as the inventor of the text-to-donate system. She's currently an engineering vice president at Google. The new name came from a poll of employees. Director Kathy Vidal said the USPTO sought names of people who embodied not just innovation, but also diversity, equity, and inclusion. Agencies have new mandates for how to invest their research and development funding in fiscal 2025. In new guidance issued yesterday, the Office of Management and Budget laid out seven priority areas, ranging from building trustworthy artificial intelligence to achieving better health outcomes to reducing barriers and inequities. The White House says agency budget submissions should detail how each request will address these priorities. Additionally, given tight budget constraints, OMB is suggesting agencies coordinate across complementary investment areas. U.S. Army Reserve soldiers will have a new child care option in the future. The Army will run a pilot program in Iowa and Missouri using the child care company WeCare to provide services. WeCare was selected in part because it offers technical services like an app to help families find child care facilities, tour them, and enroll in them. Many military installations suffer from lack of child care options, leading to long waiting lists. The new partnership is designed to correct those shortcomings. The Intelligence Advanced Research Project activity worked with 29 teams to see if your pants can outsmart you. The Smart Electrically Powered and Networked Textile Systems, or Smart ePants program, received ideas from research and development organizations who sought to develop sensor systems into pants while still having the same stretchability, bendability, washability, and comfort of regular clothes. The goal of this research is to integrate the pants with audio recording, video, and photography, and indoor geolocation technologies. The idea is for members of the intelligence community to be able to record hands-free without the discomfort of rigid devices and have a greater range of motion while improving their response time in difficult situations. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Friday, August 18, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.